Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. One, two, three. is now. On ESPN Radio. I think in the first hour of the show, we went around the entire Big Sky Conference in men's and women's hoops, recapping uh, the season that's gone on so far. We've been so football heavy all throughout the fall and into the winter. So we gave you a look at what's going on all the way around the Big Sky Conference in both men's and women's basketball. Chris Redpath, our co host. Most of the time, it'll be around the big sky and women's hoops, but we wanted to touch on the men as well because they've gotten so overshadowed by the football grind. So all of that on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com. The M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. Our ESPN Roundtable featuring Ryan Leaf, a great Falls, Montana native, and a man who played in the NFL, who's now uh, in the media world. Coming up in just one minute, but I have to share a piece of news with you. This just hit my uh, cell phone, and uh, this is sad, but also a life well lived. And the timing of this might actually even be somewhat symbolic and ominous. This is from Football Scoop, who does a great job reporting on all things football coaching. And they report that just just uh, days before Montana plays for the national championship, longtime and former Grizz football coach Don Reed, the man known as Papa Bear, the man revered as one of the great coaches in Montana and Big Sky Conference football history, has passed away at the age of 90. Don Reed had a storybook career at the University of Montana. He laid the foundation for Grizz football. He led the Grizz to the semifinals for the first time in 1989, then led them to playoff bursts in 93, 94, and 95. Of course, coming to a head with Dave Dickinson and the boys winning the 1995 National Championship, the first in Grizz football history. And then Don Reed rode off into the sunset. He returned to Montana for a brief stint as the athletic director, but since then, he's been largely absent from the public eye. Not a lot of people have heard from Coach Reed. I spent the break trying to get a hold of him, and I was unable to do so. So certainly sad news for people around uh, the state of Montana, but a life well lived. 90 years old, he had impact on countless young men uh, throughout his coaching career. Before he was at Montana, he had stints at Oregon, Oregon Tech, and Portland State. 
coached for a really long time, and certainly a legend among legends when it comes to the lore of football in the state of Montana and at the University of Montana. So there's your breaking news for the day. Don Reed dead at the age of 90. We'll be a much more happy note now as we uh, preview the FCS National Championship game. We go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Time for our ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. We welcome in Ryan Leaf, a man who will be on the call for Westwood One for the national radio broadcast. Ryan, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? Well, I'm sad now a little bit. I know. You, uh, yeah, Don Reed was uh, you know, such an important figure and. In Montana football and you know he recruited me uh, to come to the University of Montana when I was in high school and what a what a 90 years is a well-lived life yes for sure but you know there's certainly going to be somebody watching down on this on this Grizz team on on Sunday that's for sure that's that's too bad to hear but uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here appreciate the opportunity yeah really excited and grateful for the chance to call a national championship especially with uh with one that has the the University of Montana, um, you know, playing in it. Well, it's it's great to have you here. We appreciate you taking a minute during this busy week and during your busy schedule. We'll start there though, because it is sort of the news of the moment. Because you grew up in Great Falls, you went to Great Falls CMR. You came sort of right after Dave Dickinson was there at CMR. Of course, Dave Dickinson was the, the great the greatest player Don Reed ever coached. But like you said, you had some crossover there with Coach Reed when you were coming out of high school. So, I mean, what do you remember when you were weighing your options and you ended up going to Washington State? What do you remember about the recruiting pitch from Coach Reed? And was that ever a Appealing. Was that ever an option for you? Well, first off, yeah, Dave Dickinson. He, he Dave, Dave grew up a block away from me, and wow. uh, I had two, I had two quarterback heroes in my life, and one was Kelly Bradley, who uh, was the quarterback at Montana State, who won the nineteen eighty four uh, national championship, and then growing up there um, in Riverview and Great Falls was Dave Dickinson, and I got to watch him. Um, become this great star at CMR. I was a freshman when he was a senior. I, I got to play with all those older kids growing up that made me um, so competitive and so athletic. So, yeah, those were the two uh, larger-than-life heroes of mine at the quarterback position. And so when my opportunity came to, to go to college, um, uh, I, I took my unofficial to Montana, and Dave came out after the game and, and met me at the restaurant and and we hung out a little bit, and, and he was, you know, he, he told me the coaches wanted him to ask if I was really going to consider any local universities uh, like Montana State or Montana, and uh, uh, I told him no. I told him I was gonna I was gonna go outside the state to play, and and he said because they want to they they can't just wait around and, and hope and that, that it happens. They got to go find a quarterback. Uh, I think they went out and find Brian Ayat, which ended up being a great great uh, signing by them, but. But yeah, uh, Coach Reed, they uh, they were the first in, I think, pretty early. Uh, close relationship with Jack Johnson, who was my my head coach at at, uh, at CMR, and and ultimately I uh, I ended up uh, choosing Washington State, uh, and you know it ended up being uh, the best decision I ever made. I actually got to play uh, against that 1995 national champion team, the Montana Grizzlies. They came over to play us in Week Two, and. Uh, and, uh, you know, sorry to say, we put such a beating on the Grizz that day that I got in as a freshman at the end of the game uh, to toss it around a little bit. But they would go on to win the national championship that year against Marshall, and that's, that's something that Montana fans and, and Montana folks all around uh, still, to this day, talk about it. Walter Payton Award winner, 
national champion, college football Hall of Famer Dave Dickinson, just you know, probably the greatest greatest uh, football player ever to come out of the state of Montana. Ryan Leaf joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, a great Falls, Montana proc, the guy who was a Heisman Trophy finalist at Washington State and the number two overall pick in the NFL draft. Now uh, into the world of media, and he'll be on the call for Westwood One for the national TV broadcast. So we'll get into some more stuff about uh, your background and your history with the state of Montana, Ryan. But tell people about this this new foray. I know it's it's only relatively new. You've been doing media stuff now for a little while. But, uh, I mean, what's that been like for you, and uh, what sort of got you into it? What have you thought of just being on, on this side of things after such a, a long time on the player side of things? Yeah, I mean, I've been doing this for, for a long time, for almost, uh, what, seven years now. So, um, you know, I've been calling games uh, uh, for the past five years. Um, you know, I do a lot of work with Westwood One, ESPN, Sirius XM NFL Radio. I'm on Good Morning Football every Thursday, so you'll see me tomorrow morning. Um, and then I have my own show, The Straight Line with Ryan Leaf, that uh, I work alongside the uh, Fanatics uh, Sportsbook for that. And so, yeah, it... Uh, it was something that I didn't expect. Of course, I didn't have the best karma with the media when I played. <laughs> right. Um, but when I got out of prison, uh, in Montana there, I put down a list of things that I wanted to, uh, set as goals to do as work because I had to do something and I couldn't just, you know, um, give up. And, uh, and one of them was I watched what Joel Klatt and Kirk Herbstreet got to do every single weekend. And I thought that may be the most, um, and that might be the greatest job that, that exists. How, how could I do that? I was a communications major at Washington state. So I have the degree. Um, then how do I go about it? How do I get my foot in? Uh, also I have so much baggage, right? I'm a seven time convicted felon. Uh, I'm a drug addict. Uh, I deal with mental health disorders, so I better be damn good at it because no one's going to hire you, uh, with all that stuff. Why would they do that? The people that they put on the air and the people they put on broadcasts have to be good. And so, um, you know, luckily for me, I had some relationships with Kirk Herbstreet and Joe Klatt and, and Brady Quinn and Greg McElroy, and those guys let me shadow them for a year. And I followed them around, A, to see if I could do it, and B, if I wanted to do it, and if I could do it well. And I answered those questions, and, you know, someone let me stick my foot in the door, and ever since I did that, uh, I haven't given it up at all. And uh, I worked my tail off. I'll just give you an example. Sunday morning, my boss calls me at 825. I'm feeding the baby. We got a little four week old in the house right now. And he says, Hey, uh, our, our analyst got sick. Can you get to a plane? And, uh, uh, can you get to a plane and get to Minneapolis and call the Packers Vikings game tonight? And so I was in a car at 855. I was on a plane at 11 and I was calling the, the Sunday night football game in, in Minneapolis. So, uh, you know, I worked my, my butt off. Um, I've become really good at it shouldn't be too much of a shock to me or to anybody, you know, for somebody from Great Falls, Montana could make it all the way to the NFL. If he puts his mind to anything, he most likely can get it done. And so uh, that's what I've done. And uh, I'm really grateful and really lucky to be able to call this game this weekend. A national championship on your broadcasting resume is, is pretty special. Not many people have that. Well, it's so cool that you have ties to Montana, right? You would have been on this call either way, but now you get to call the Grizz. So, I mean, what do you think of that element? I know that uh, you, like you said, you went elsewhere for for college, but just the fact that, you know, it's a somewhat of a full circle moment now you get to call the Grizz in the national championship game. Yeah, I do. I, do. I was hoping it was going to be the Bobcats, but uh, um, uh, I got stuck with the Grizz. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with it. It doesn't matter who was going to play it. I got to sign this game in August. 
And so um, at the time, you know, you have no idea who's going to play in it. And uh, it just so happens that a team from Montana uh, is going to participate. So I, I know a bunch of Grits fans aren't very happy that I'm the one calling the game because they know I'm a, I'm a diehard Bobcat fan. But you guys did the work. You got the wins. You, you got yourself to this position. And you guys are uh, every bit uh, is deserving to play in this game. And I, I'm actually surprised. Uh, that they are still a 12-and-a-half-point dog. I, totally. I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. And if you are betting people out there, I would I would rock all day with the Grizz plus the 12-and-a-half, that's for sure. Ryan Leaf joining us here on Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. Statewide Television, SWX Montana TV, and the ESPN MT app all the way around the planet Earth. And, uh, and we certainly were originating out of Missoula. We cover the Cats a lot, too. So uh, we would have been thrilled to have a Montana team in this thing uh, on either side. The, the last question about just sort of your your personal ties to this uh this life that you now have, and then we'll get into some stuff about the matchup. You, know, you mentioned some of just your personal demons and all the stuff that you've gone through. I know that's been well chronicled, so we don't need to hash all that stuff out. But just finding a new avenue that's sort of, I mean, that's one that, you know, nothing's like playing sports. Nothing's like playing football. But there is a competitive element to this industry that we're both in, and, and there's uh, a camaraderie element to it as well. And there's a, a grind element. There's a, a hard work element to to it as well. So, I mean, how much of those things sort of influenced you and, and uh, helped you as you sort of navigated uh, this personal journey, particularly with your sobriety? Well, you know, what I get to do, this, this, this broadcasting, um, uh, you know, analyst role in life, uh, it's just kind of like the icing on the cake. Like really where the foundation of, of where I live now is, is in the service of others. I, I found when I, when I walked out uh, of prison that, that I could never make it about me again. It had to be about other people. Otherwise, uh, I was going to, you know, be the, the same miserable person I'd been for the last, you know, decade or so. So, um, that's where it started. And so the main work I do is I travel around probably, from anywhere to 25 to 35 um, um, places around the country, whether that's universities or corporations or foundations, uh, and I speak, I share my story, and uh, and I became the ambassador uh, in recovery with the Menninger Clinic down in Houston, Texas, and uh, they are one of the most world-renowned psychiatric and substance use disorder facilities, and to be associated with them and know I have an asset that can help people in need is, is, is amazing. And so that's where it lives. It lives in that world. If I don't put everything I can into that world, I don't get to do this cool, amazing, uh, job, uh, around sports, you know, football gave me everything uh, for a long time. It felt very toxic, but that was a me problem. That wasn't a football problem. And when I fixed the, the me problem, football became this great thing I can celebrate again. And so, um, you know, I'm again, really just grateful and, uh, for the opportunity and excited, um, when I get to do this, I, if you told me, uh, you know, go call that, that, uh, pickup game in the parking lot, I'd do that. You know, I do, I've got the little four week old, like I say, and I, I put her on my chest at night and, uh, we watch games and I, uh, I just, I do practice color commentary. I just do it like in a, in a sweet baby talk voice. Uh, I, I'm a little worried that on Sunday because this is so new that I might break out with some little uh, baby talk speak <laughs> when I'm calling the plays, but uh, hopefully not. Hopefully not. <laughs> 
Well, that's us. Ryan Leaf here on New Otis Now ESPN Radio. He is on the call for Westwood One for the national radio broadcast of the FCS National Championship game. Number one versus number two, South Dakota State riding a 28-game winning streak on the way to Frisco, Texas, trying to repeat as national champions. The Montana Grizzlies, the two-seed, riding a 10-game winning streak back in the national championship game for the first time since 2009. So let's break down this matchup then, Ryan. I mean, you mentioned the fact that uh, Montana opened as a, uh, I think, 13.5-point dog. It's moved to 12.5, but it's still double digits. Even the books here in Montana have it at 10.5. And, uh, and I think the, the overwhelming sentiment across the state of Montana is, wow, that's a, that's a steep test, but also... The Grizz are sort of underrated and underdogs, and I think a lot of people from the Grizz side of things are embracing that mentality. So uh, just break down what you think the key elements of this matchup are going to be. It's it's going to be defensive-oriented. I mean, the fact that both teams are so darn good defensively, I mean, that speaks volumes. They, you know, Montana's third in the country in, in defensive scoring, where South Dakota State is number one. I mean, they they average less than ten points a game allowed. It's amazing. So I, I expect this to be I expect this to be a very defensive uh, sided football game. So when that is the case, when offenses can't be explosive and score a bunch of points, then it's got to be about efficiency. And so it comes down to who uh, takes care of the football best, who takes care of the football best, and uh, who has the big special teams play. And Montana has one of the best special team players, I think, in all the land in Junior Bergen. And he's a local product, right? He's from Senior. He's a Bronx. Uh, and Billings, I think it's a great story and uh, how well he's, he's done. Um, I think he could be the guy that, that changes something. And as long as Clifton McDowell, who's had a heck of a year, uh, understands who he is. And when I say who he is, I mean he's not a guy that's going to go out and throw for 300 yards a game. He's not a guy that's a 70% completion percentage guy. He's a guy that is a um, gets the team up and down, uses his legs, and takes shots when he can, and, and makes big plays. That's that's what he has to live in. He's got to take care of the football, um, and and they got to rush it well too. And so that's that's where I think Montana finds the edge uh, is if they're able to get a turnover, um, you know, get an extra possession or steal one, of course, in special teams. That's how they ultimately have to win this football game. And South Dakota State has just been so good at overwhelming and controlling teams. I mean, you look at the three playoff wins of theirs and, you know, two of them are, are blowouts um, and where they shut out both teams in Mercer and Albany, the, the semifinal to get to the national championship. I also don't know if that does them a lot of favors. Right. They haven't been tested. They were tested in the quarterfinals, 23 to 12 against Villanova, but I don't know if they've been tested like the Grizz have. The fact that those last two games went to overtime they found a way to get it done. There's some there's a there's a similarity to what we're watching with the University of Washington playing those close games all year long and once again coming down to the last play the other night against Texas and getting that done too. So um, I, I like I like the the you know the the cut of the jib of, of, of the Grizzlies, the ferocity of of having to go through that adversity and and uh I don't know if a lot of people could, you know, have their only loss, your only blemish on your record is a, to a winless Northern Arizona team in Flagstaff and still bounce back. I think that's pretty impressive um, by this Grizz team. So, yeah, I'm excited for it again. I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close game. And I think it ultimately comes down to which defense uh, generates a turnover and which special teams makes the, makes the biggest play of the game. 
Well, last thing for you, then you, you did a great job breaking down Clifton McDowell, and it's so true, and I think he does do a great job of understanding his strengths. He also has this innate ability to be sort of the tone setter, especially in the run game for the Grizz, because he is such a, a big, strong runner. On the other side, though, Mark Gronowski, he's peerless when it comes to breaking down the statistics. It's not only, you know, the the best quarterback rating in all of college football. It's not just the efficiency and the completion percentage. It's the win-loss record. I mean, he's 35-1 and as a starter against FCS teams. And, uh, I mean, we interviewed him last week, and uh, we'll play some of that later on this week. But, I mean, he is just cool as a cucumber, man. I mean, you can just tell the maturity. You can tell the poise and the savvy. What have you seen out of South Dakota State's quarterback, and how much of an X factor can he be in this game? Well, I mean, you, you, you just said it. He's, he's the guy that, that makes this whole thing go. Um, you know, luckily for them, they got, they got three running backs that, that are weapons too. I mean, Amar Johnson and Isaiah Davis, you, you know, combined are a 2000 yard back. And so when you have the ability to do that and you have a quarterback that is as efficient, is as efficient as, as Gronowski, you know, 28 touchdowns with only four interceptions. I mean, that's, that's a recipe for success. And, and then you turn it around, turn around and you have a defense that is spectacular. And then one of the biggest things about this defense, and I think this is a big part of it, and it's tough to find at the FCS level, they're incredibly deep. I mean, they're, they're really, really deep. They can go maybe even two, three deep on the defensive line, so they're running bodies out there that are fresh. Same at the linebacker position. They're just, they got some, some guys that, that can come from the bench that, maybe hadn't played that much and it's just next man up for these guys. And doesn't matter. It's the scheme and they get it done. And the defense has been spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. Plus 15 in the turnover margin. I think that's just, I mean, this is outrageous and the way to get that done. So, uh, it's, it's strength against strength, flat out. It is defense against, uh, one of the best offenses and vice versa. And, uh, you got that's the reason why you have the number one and number two teams in all the land that are playing for the national title. Ryan Leaf, Great Falls product, a former first-round draft pick in the NFL, and the guy, one of the guys who will be on the call on Westwood One for the national radio broadcast of the FCS National Championship game on Sunday. Ryan, we appreciate you taking the time, man. Great to have you back on the airwaves around the state of Montana. Uh, thanks so much for being here, man. And great luck on the call. Have some fun. I will. I appreciate it. You have a great night. There you go. Ryan Leaf. It's our ESPN Roundtable, probably presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula, Paradise Falls. Serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. They are a great place to gather with family and friends alike. If you need a place to watch the FCS National Championship game, head on down to Paradise Falls. They will have it on. They'll have uh, breakfast and brunch specials leading up to the game for the noon kickoff. The Sunday brunch is back. That's a great uh, pairing right there. The Sunday brunch at Paradise Falls is awesome, regardless if there's a Grizz game coming up. But they have the Sunday brunch going leading into the National Championship game. So that sounds like a pretty good Sunday to me. Head on down to Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street, Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. I, I just want to share one sentiment uh, about Ryan Leaf because I know that he is a uh, polarizing character when it comes to the state of Montana. Anybody that's new around here or maybe doesn't know the full story of Ryan Leaf, Ryan Leaf was one of the great high school football players to ever come out of the state of Montana. During the heyday of Great Falls CMR and Jack Johnson, the head coach, leading the way, CMR was a juggernaut. They were an absolute Division I factory. The best players at CMR were going to the Division I ranks year after year after year. A lot of times that was to the Grizz and the Cats, but a lot of times that was elsewhere to, to big-time programs like Washington State where Ryan Leaf went. 
when Ryan Leaf first decided he was going to go out of state, I know that rubs some people the wrong way because he certainly could have been, at least in terms of his talent, an all-time great player at Montana or Montana State. Then he goes to Washington State. His rise is mercurial. He becomes a, a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Then by the time he gets to the doorstep of the NFL, he's paired with Peyton Manning forever because Peyton Manning and he were the two Heisman finalists. And Peyton Manning, of course, goes number one. Ryan Leaf goes number two. And then his time in the NFL was wrought with all sorts of different fallout. He didn't live up to his hype. He didn't live up to his his billing as uh, this quarterback. Because Peyton Manning then became one of the greatest players in the history of the NFL, that colored the way that people looked at and thought about Ryan Leaf. And then, as he mentioned, he has massive demons. He is a self-professed drug addict who uh, went down all the way to the rock bottom of addiction. And he... He had some major, major, major missteps. I mean, misstep is probably a light way of saying it. He's a seven-time convicted felon that went to prison. That's all to say, if you have all of those demons and you have all that, that misconduct, but then you are man enough to look in the mirror and face it and overcome those things, and I'm not justifying any of his actions. I don't think he wants to justify any of his actions. I think he knows he hurt a lot of people all the way along the line. But to be able to come out on the other side and remake your life and reconnect to where you're from and reconnect to your roots and have the courage to get back into the game that largely shamed you and to do it on a national platform and you know to deal with all the people all the time coming out of the woodwork and talking about your past and to own it and then to come on a statewide radio show in Montana, a place where people a lot of times would say we're ashamed of you or or didn't want to have a connection to you to come here and be with us and to tell those stories about himself and his life and his career and also to have it come full circle and be on the call for a national championship broadcast. That's tremendous. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you think. That takes an enormous amount of gumption and enormous amount of courage. And that was a great honor. I know a lot of people think that still probably think, okay, you know, Ryan Lee, forget that guy. That was awesome. For somebody that grew up around the same time, I played high, I played high school football against Ryan Leaf's younger brother. I knew all about Ryan Leaf, even when he was at Wazoo, and he was saying, oh, I'm not really, I'm to sort of denouncing my Montana roots. I still thought it was awesome he was from Montana. To watch the whole fallout and all of it, and then to see somebody come back out on the other side, like what is life about other than overcoming the obstacle that's in front of you. And if the obstacle is a tremendous demon that almost takes you down, to be able to do that and overcome it, it's a great story. It wasn't a great story for a really long time, and he made it a great story. So that was a true pleasure to have Ryan Leaf here on the ESPN Roundtable. And uh, I hope I can reconnect with him again, because that was a great honor for me to have him on. Because I do think at the end of the day, Now that we're 20-plus years into this story, it's a good story and one that people around Montana should at least have, uh, I don't know if if pride is the right word, but certainly should acknowledge and give credence to. Who has now ESPN Radio? We'll hear from Grizz Captain and Missoula Big Sky Product, Levi Janicaro, on the other side. Keep it right here. 102.9 ESPN Missoula.
Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. find new stuff that's uh, a band called the record company just found them today just you know tripping around on the music archives the song's called feel so good in a bluesy kind of mood even though i'm super happy happy new year everybody hope you're having a great start to the new year great uh start to your week after we all come back uh, from the holidays. Susan Nuan is now on ESPN Radio. Thanks to Jeff Safford for sitting on the board again today. I told you Andrew was going to be back, but he's not quite back yet. Bunch of fog, all sorts of different things. Whatever. He'll be back soon enough. Then he'll be gone again to go to Frisco, and then he'll be back again. But either way, thanks to Jeff sitting on the board. Appreciate him for uh, producing the show. Also, i got to say so much thanks to our great friends over at the Stone of Accord. If you want a great place to watch the Grizz on Sunday, in the national championship game, head on over to the Stone all day long. We'll have five dollar mimosas and three dollar and fifty cent Coors Light drafts. Nothing like the Sunday brunch at the Stone. Brunch, mimosas, Coors Light, and the Grizz. Can't think of anything better this Sunday at the Stone. Just a stone throw away on North Reserve. Our road to Frisco continues. Let's hear from a captain for the Montana Grizzlies and one of Missoula's favorite sons. What's your favorite thing you got for Christmas? <laughs> uh, I actually got some 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 beard oils and like some beard Ooh, oils. See, really like. oh, smell really good. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah, no, they're like all natural. Okay, as a bearded man, I gotta tell you, that's that's like what you need though. Yeah. You have to have it. Makes everybody ask, does your beard itch? No, it doesn't if you take care of it, right? Yeah, exactly. Like you gotta groom it. Gotta groom it. So, <laughs> so uh, I got some help with that. Yeah. Uh, same thing. I just asked Trajan. The preparation process for a game like this when you have three weeks off, like that's like a completely unique thing for you guys, right? You win one and then you get forever to prepare, but also have some time off. What's that like? Um, I mean, it's it's such an advantage. I mean, they they get it too, but uh, it's just extra time on on, on, on film. 
Oh, these guys are clowns. Uh, Receivers are always clowns. Yeah, yeah it tends, it tends to be that way. Um, yeah, more time in the film room, uh, more time to to critique your game plan and really get down to the details and make sure that, that you're doing things right and that you have them schemed up well. And so uh, every extra day to practice is, 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 is an advantage. They, they have it too, so we just got to make sure that we're doing our best to, to prepare for these guys. What was it like having the come down from the NDSU game, but then having a couple more practices, but then getting a break? I mean, it was it was weird. Like, it's still, I think, like, last week it, it, it set in, like, we're going right. to, that there's only two more teams that are practicing, and we're one of them. So I think when, when we were practicing after the NDSU game, I was like, like, like we're still out here. It's close to 2024, and, and right. we're still on this field. So, I mean, it's kind of surreal that, like, like I said, we're one of two teams that are practicing. So it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's such a weird thing, right? Because you you can sort of absorb what happened yeah. in the NDSU game and enjoy it. Yeah. Normally during a season, it's like, what's next? What's uh -huh. next? What's next? Right? Yeah. But how do you sort of appreciate what happened at NDSU, but then be like, oh, we got the national yeah, yeah. championship, no, right? Exactly. Like, it's kind of hard to... Especially in like the regular se season when like you win a big game, it's like you can enjoy it for like a day. Like Sunday's your off day, and you can enjoy the win. Then it's back to business. But this one like kind of felt that way too, because like it was a huge win. Uh, it sent us to to the Natty, but like we still have that game to play. Like the most right, right. important game of right. my career is like. So you don't want to like, but like you said, like we had so much time off or not time off but time from that game sure to this upcoming game to where you can be like uh, like that was pretty sweet and for me it hasn't really set in that much because i'm just thinking of, of the one more that we i'm also doing a story just about big sky and missoula i know that was a yeah. story about you and flink and copang but uh -huh. i in the pandemonium after the north dakota state game it was hard to like absorb any of it yeah, no kidding and the only guy i actually like recognized because i was standing right over here uh -huh. and Cannon Pamphilov actually like he didn't he doesn't know who I am so he like checked me he was like yeah I'm like oh my god I'm trying to take a video <laughs> hilarious but then I saw Matt Johnson and yeah. he he was so emotional oh, so he was pumped up so pumped up and I know he's so proud of you guys so I mean what does that mean to you just knowing that like it, it's not just you and and Flink but also Braxton too because he's from Anaconda yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean first of all Johnson was, was going nuts he. He was throwing some haymakers. <laughs> I know he was. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Jeez, man. Like, it's got to hurt. It hurt me. I mean, Matt's just such a such a good guy. He's had such an influence on not just, like, me as a football player, but who I am as a man. Yeah. So to be able to share that moment with him was was so cool. It was it was, it was was really neat to have him to run down. Jumped up. I, I, I picked him up. He wrapped his legs around me like a, like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> Levi Janet Carroll joining us here on Nuwana's Now. It's part of our Road to Frisco. It's probably presented by the Advocates. The Advocates want you to have a great time watching the National Championship game this weekend, whether you're in Frisco, you're in Missoula, or you're somewhere in between. Cheering on the Grizz with family and friends should be the best time ever. But if you're injured because of someone else's negligence, you're robbed of that excitement. Remember, you deserve an advocate. You can call 406-640-4444 at any time, 406 640 
444 more with Levi Janicaro. Doing it for something that's bigger than yourself, though, I mean, what does that mean to you? I don't know. I mean, there's there's so many things that I think that we play for as a team. I mean, we we play for each other. We play for, like, all the goals that we set before the season. We play for the fans, for the state of Montana, for your families. I mean, there's just so so many. I mean, probably, like, one of the last people that, that I play for is myself just because there's so many people yeah. that have Help me to get here. That uh, think that I owe it to to them to play for them too. I mean, that's what makes football great, right? Yeah. South Dakota State. What what's what sort of president? <laughs> what sort of what sort of knowledge do you have about South Dakota State right now? I was, you know, uh, watching them on on film and watching them from from years past. They're they're, they're a good team uh, on on defense. I think. Uh, the coaches have said it in, in, in the past, and you can see it on film. That I think that we chase really hard on on on, on defense. Like we chase the ball. Yeah. I don't think that a lot of teams do, but, but South Dakota State is one of them. They they play really hard. They're physical. Uh, they're they're a hard nosed team. What do you think of the quarterback? I think the quarterback's good. I mean, he's he's got a lot of accolades. Uh, good player. I mean, he's won a lot of games for 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 them so that speaks for for itself he, he does a good job so much of the narrative around these things is who's intimidated by who yeah you guys have such a intimidation factor over most of the big sky conference but you, you weren't intimidated against north dakota state yeah. they've won 28 in a row how do you sort of encompass the mentality of i guess do you guys think you're an underdog or not and and you guys have sort of been not intimidated by anybody all year long. No, I mean I, I, I don't really think that we're an underdog. I think they're they're a really good team, but I think that we're a really good good team too. I mean, uh, the one and two teams in the championship. What's what's more? What's? I mean, there's not much more to love than that. I mean, right. That's, that's kind of what you ask for. So that's that's what the fans have gotten. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that we're intimidated. We we know who we are. We we think that we're really good. So we're excited to go and prove it. You know? Coach Alk, I, I was thrilled that they put his pregame speech out there on social media because nobody ever gets to hear that stuff. Yeah. But he said, this is what I came back for. So how much does that influence the way you guys think? I mean, I feel like everybody has has their, their like, personal goals on, on what they want to, to, to accomplish. And I don't think, I mean, that's not, obviously not what, what he solely wanted to accomplish, but... Uh, he said that, but that like that's how we as a team, and it feeds from from, from him. That's how we approach as every game. Like it's like the one game that you've been waiting for. So, I mean, the national cha- championship. That kind of is why why we all play. Like you don't play to go five and five or five and six. That's right. It's out on the playoffs, you 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 play to be one of the last two teams playing in the country. So we have that opportunity, and it's <laughs> it's a blessing. What's it gonna take to beat South Dakota State? Uh, we just have to we have to do things right. You know, we can't try to do too much. We gotta trust our coaches. They're 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 gonna come up with a game plan that's rock solid that'll do really well. And we just have to trust them and execute it to our best ability. Not do too too much. Do your job and uh, I mean, just hope that we play better than they do. There you go, Levi Janet Carroll, number thirty-seven. Levante, number thirty-seven. A team captain. A walk-on turned all-Big Sky linebacker out of Missoula Big Sky and just an all-around great guy. Really proud of that guy. 
for the uh, the progress and growth he's made, not only as a football player, but as a man. And uh, he's represented Missoula, Big Sky High School, and his family tremendously well. And it was a pleasure catching up with him again. And uh, it'll be fun watching those guys because they all, those linebackers in particular, man, it just means the world to them. And I'm not saying it doesn't to the other guys, but this Montana-made group of linebackers spearheaded by Janet Caro and Tyler Flink and Braxton Hill, they're just so fun to watch. They put up so much passion. You can tell that it is a dream come true playing out on the field for them to represent the Montana Grizzlies. So Montana, South Dakota State, high noon, Sunday afternoon. You need a place to watch it. Head on down to the Stone. They got brunch, mimosas, Coors Lights, and the Grizz on. Just a stone's throw away on North Reserve. Also got to say thanks to our great friends at Town Pump. Brawl of the Wild by the Mile back for yet another year. They took us all across the Big Sky Conference this last season. I think we totaled it up more than 4,000 miles on the road between all of our various trips, between our crew here at ESPN Montana as well as Skyline Sports. And we couldn't have done it without Town Pump. They kept us fueled up all season long, and they will be helping us make our way down to Frisco Road to Frisco, presented by Town Pump, Montana's best for more than 60 years. Although there's so much excitement about this national championship game coming down the pipe, the news of the day is about the passing of one of the all-time greatest Grizz, Papa Bear, Don Reed, dead at the age of 90. We will rehash a little bit more on the other side. Keep it right here. It's New Honest Now, ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio Missoula. Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks for rolling with us here on this Wednesday. If you missed anything in the show, what a great show it's been so far. A ton of great guests. Crystal Redpath helped us go around the big sky in both men's and women's basketball, the debut of season number four of that uh, installation here on Nuanas Now. We also heard from Ryan Leaf, a Great Falls, Montana native a former Heisman Trophy finalist and first-round draft pick who then fell on some, well, I mean, hard times is a complete understatement, had massive demons, but he has since gotten sober and revitalized his life, and now he's uh, living a great life as a uh, color analyst for Westwood One, and he is on the national championship call for Montana, South Dakota State. We also heard from a Grizz captain in Levi Janicaro. All of that on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by... Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. We have a ton to get to tomorrow as well. We're going to keep on talking football, especially NFL and this SES Championship game betting line. We're also going to hear from Jimmy Rogers, the head coach of South Dakota State tomorrow. But I can promise you we're going to lead the show tomorrow with the news of the day. But I do want to say a few words about it as we sign off here today. This came down the pipe right as we were on the air. Uh, reported first by Football Scoop, Don Reed, a legend among legends when it comes to the lineage of football coaches in the state of Montana, a man who led the Grizzlies for 10 seasons, including to their first national championship game in 1995. He passed away earlier today at the age of 90. I must say, I got a lot of different people that were messaging me throughout the break saying, hey, we would love to hear from 
Don Reed about what he thinks of the Grizz going back to the national championship game. And I must say, I like to live a life without regrets, but it is a regret of mine that I was never able to get Coach Reed on the record. He, uh, we, we did a 1995 podcast, all, a 25-part uh, series about that 95 championship team. We were not able to track Don Reed down. I, t- I sent some messages out these last couple weeks, still was not able to locate him. But his impact on the University of Montana and the football program is indelible. He is certainly uh, the godfather of the rise of modern Grizz football. He will be revered forever as one of the great coaches in the history of the University of Montana, all sports. And he did it with class. He was a wonderful gentleman and a, a guy that was beloved by his players. You could argue that we wouldn't have what we have today in Missoula, from Washington Grizzly Stadium to the fervor for Grizz football to all the passion across the state of Montana to the tradition of success without Papa Bear. So Don Reed, uh, dead at the age of 90, certainly a life well lived and uh, happy trails to one of the great members of the University of Montana. We'll see you tomorrow. It's New Orleans Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.